welcome to Teal Table Talks. Join us around the table for an in-depth and behind-the-scenes look at soundscapes and the community we serve. In the last episode with Congressman Bobby Scott, we made a big announcement about some important federal funding coming our way. So um, note to the listeners and viewers, if you haven't seen that episode yet, pause because we're going to spoil it. So go back, watch that one, and then come back and watch this one. And it'll all make a lot more sense. So we made that big announcement last time. This time we're actually going to be traveling back in time a little bit and talking about what brought us to this um, federal funding and brought us to these big plans for growth. So my guest today is John Doherty, owner and principal of Human Service Innovations. And let me tell you just a little bit about HSI. I I hope your LinkedIn is up to date because I pulled this directly (laughs) from it. Me too. Uh, Yes, here we go. We're going to find out. HSI provides assessment, strategy development, and operational implementation support for organizations, foundations, corporations, and coalitions to achieve greater impact on the lives of individuals, families, and communities. So what I'm hearing there is you work with the organizations that are helping people, and you help them to get better, whether that's bigger, make a better impact, be more efficient. Is that a decent summary of what it is you do? Yeah, that version sounds uh, more professional. This, my, 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 Smaller version is more, I like to help people think differently and do differently to get a bigger impact, whatever that may be. So you got it. I like the formal version. Yeah. The informal version works too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So we're going to get to your work with Soundscapes, um, but obviously we're not the only clients that you work with. Um, You've done some amazing work with organizations here in Virginia and also Colorado, which I'm pretty sure is just an excuse to go to Colorado as often as possible. Pretty yeah. much, pretty yeah. much. So I, I would love to hear, before we jump into your work with Soundscapes, um, what is one other project you're working on that you're excited about right now? Sorry, you have to narrow it down. Oh, one. wow. I narrow know. it down to one. Um, probably one of the most exciting ones I'm working on right now is in Colorado, we are we're really um, struggling with affordable housing, which a lot of communities across the country are. They have some unique challenges because it's a mountain resort area. And so it's, it's one of those uh, situations where we really have to help public officials and private individuals think completely differently about their, their economics, their environment, and their community um, in order to tackle a, a very significant issue that is going to impact a lot of lives. So it's a, it's a big one. It's a super complex one that keeps it challenging and interesting. So that's probably the, the big one on my mind a lot these days. Excellent. No, I love that. And, and I love that as a consultant, you get to do so many different types of work. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah that's great. So the reason that John is here today and the, the work that he has been doing with Soundscapes is, is actually tied to a study that we did last year. Um, Soundscapes was fortunate enough to get a grant from the Bernadine Franciscan Sisters Foundation to explore growth. So at Soundscapes, we frequently get phone calls asking us to grow. So that might be a call from a school principal saying, I'd love to get a Soundscapes program here at my school. It might be a call from a parent saying, I want my child in Soundscapes, but my child is not at Carver and not at Greenwood. How do we make that possible? Um, and unfortunately, right now, we're, we're having to say no, and we don't like to say no. We know that there's a greater need for our program, uh, at least there seem to be. And so we, thanks to this grant, um, brought John in to do a feasibility study for us to look at growth. And, and 
Is that going to be the future path for soundscapes? How do we go there? What do we do? Um, we're going to come back to that. But the first step, and I was really impressed by this, is before we kind of got into the feasibility study, you did a deep dive on soundscapes. You had every question for us. You asked for our financial information and our program information and our um, how do we engage in the community and, and had a ton of questions for us. And you also came and, and spent some time in person and saw the program. And, and I would just love to hear from you when you first started engaging with us. You did this full deep dive. What were your impressions of Soundscapes? What did you think about the program? So, you know, that's a really great question. So when I come into an organization, I look at four areas, people, process, infrastructure, and then the financial model. Like, is this a sustainable organization? And so on paper, you know, it was, it was great. You guys were solid, you were sound, you had a great reputation. Um, I could see how all the dots connected of how you had built something from the ground up. Uh, in this community and why people had such great respect for it. But the magic was the visits. The magic was when I got to see what the people that are behind Soundscapes are really all about and learn about your hiring process, learn about the way you bring people into the fold and into the mission of Soundscapes, both as staff and board members, but most importantly, as, as young people, mm -hmm. as, as youth, um, that then translates into how you bring their families into the fold and really how you bring an entire school into the fold. And, and so, um, you know, I use the term magic and I, I often refer to this organization as it, once you experience it, you feel it. Once you feel it, it's, it's sort of a magical thing. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a great experience from the beginning um, to see, you know, Brass tacks, you got everything in order. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, you've got the heart and the soul and the energy that really makes your mission come to life. So um, it, it looked great and it has been great. Wonderful. Oh, well, I love that. I love that. Um, and, and, you know, to me, when I first came to the organization five years ago, it was watching the students that really, that I saw that magic. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about and it's, it's really... Um, seeing their interactions with each other and with the teaching artists and and but no I think you're right it's it's the people here mm -hmm. at Soundscapes that that are so incredible um well good I love that so anything that anything that surprised you anything that you didn't expect to find you, you know um you mentioned the teaching artists mm -hmm. um and I think probably my first visit uh, I have always worked in human services. Um, I was a child family therapist before I got into systems work in, in this consulting practice. And uh, we talk a lot in human services about prevention and intervention and how to connect with kids. Um, and it was going to watch a practice before a show. Um, and one of your staff there, uh, <laughs> I'll just mention Joe. I watched Joe and how he could command a room around this music mm. and how the kids responded to everyone in that room, the other teaching artists in the room. And I think that was probably the biggest aha moment for me that this is true, authentic connection with people's minds and with their hearts and with their talents. They don't even realize what's happening in terms of what they're learning and how they're learning when it's happening. And I think 
that was probably the biggest surprise because I've seen a lot of programs that are, uh, we're going to prevent this, we're going to do this, and they're very intentional and they're all good programs. But this is probably one of the strongest, if not the strongest program I've ever seen in true youth development from the youth experience, like how kids learn, how they grow, how they how they develop their yep. identities and in, in relationships. So that was probably the most you know remarkable thing coming in. Wonderful. Well, I, what I love about what you just described, um, you only use the word music once. And I know people from the outside sometimes look at us and think that, oh, well, you're a music program. And yes, yeah, we're, we're a music program. But we're so much more than a music program. And I, and I love that yeah. that came through to you and that you picked up on that. that yeah. Yeah, we're absolutely, if you come in and see the program, you're going to see music, you're going to hear music, but it's those connections and everything else that's happening that really is the heart of our program. I love that that came through. That's awesome. So let's talk now about that feasibility study that you did for us. Um, it was it was five months of a lot of hard work and, and a lot of um, work by you and work by us trying to provide everything and, and make it happen. Um, but if, can you just share with our viewers and listeners what was that feasibility study like how what was the process for you and what did you learn from it sure so so i have a pretty uh rote process um that started with me asking all of right. those questions all the in-depth please questions, send right. me all of this paperwork to <laughs> yeah. let me get you know the paper version of who you are and then can i schedule some time to come sit in a meeting and see your culture see how the people interact see how the program works um, from that step in the process, that really gives me the foundation in terms of who and how I need to engage um, to understand the feasibility of a particular project in the community and in the space that you're working. Mm -hmm. um, so for your project, we knew that your model, the L Sistema model, is something that has national and international recognition. So our feasibility study was really about understanding where could soundscapes go from, from the solid foundation it is on now next in order to achieve that greater impact and respond to that demand from the community for where, how does my kid get in? What, when are you right. going to show up to my school, right? right? But we wanted to make sure we grounded it in how are other communities across the country and around the world doing this. Mm -hmm. um, so the second step in that process was one-on-one -on -one interviews as well as a survey. Mm -hmm. um, the survey went out to our local folks, our local stakeholders, to help us understand the people that knew soundscapes or may have an interest in and helping us shape what's possible here in this Hampton Roads, Newport News region, right? Um, but then the, the national conversation was more about how did you get where you are? Are you bigger than us? Are you smaller than us? What are the setbacks for, for those of you that have gone to a new model, which we'll, I'm sure, talk about this hub yes. model. Um, and those conversations, that was with other El Sistema music education programs like ours that were in other regions right. and other places around the country. Right. And I think even Canada, right? Even Canada. Yeah. So in that process, we, we began to have a real picture of, of what possible mm -hmm. could be, and it helped us expand our thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, we, we worked to synthesize that information and bring it back to the staff and get their feedback, bring it back to the board and get their feedback, mm -hmm. and with their support, they really begin to define, so what would it take to get there? How do we yeah. start to build the roadmap? Um, and through that process, we learned a lot about the strengths and opportunities for the organization, both looking long-term down the road, 
at what could be with, with a hub model. Mm -hmm. um, but we also learn what are those incremental things that we're going to need to do as an organization to get us as strong as possible to be successful when that time comes. Um, and so that's, that's how we got to uh, where we are now, mm -hmm. really, is we learned about where we wanted to go. And then we learned about what are the incremental steps, and we started to put that plan into action. Yeah, wonderful. And and you mentioned the hub model, so I feel like we, it's a good time to address that with with our viewers and our listeners just to make sure that, that everybody's kind of on board with where we're heading. One of the things that came out of this feasibility study was not just, yes, it makes sense for us to grow, but how do we do it in the most efficient and effective way possible? Um, and one of the things that we learned through this study is that moving from the model where we are, that we currently use where we are in schools for the after school program, um, it just isn't going to be realistic to try to completely replicate our program and have as many staff as we have at Carver and at Greenwood at every single elementary school on the peninsula that wants to have soundscapes. It just, it just isn't realistic. Um, so we're looking at shifting toward having a soundscapes hub, so a music education center a building for soundscapes um, where the students would still start at their elementary schools at the level one level. So the beginners would still be at the elementary schools. And then starting with level two, where they start to learn their instruments, um, they would all be brought to this hub where they can all learn together and from each other. And that would go all the way up through the Peninsula Youth Orchestra. So kind of our, our level twos that are first learning instruments all the way up through our intermediate and advanced musicians. So that to me, that, that was my most exciting takeaway from the study was that that really does seem to be the best path forward for soundscapes. Mm -hmm. What other kind of nuggets or takeaways did you get from that study that um, you see as, as key for us moving forward? Well, I think probably the, the biggest thing was just the consistent feedback of we want more soundscapes in our community. Yeah. We see soundscapes and its impact on our community as transformational, not only at the lives of individuals, but how it impacts sub-communities within this region and how it impacts the culture within our schools, how it impacts relationships in the community, how it impacts the way we value arts, mm -hmm. music, but how we value each other as humans, as part of who and what we want to be as Newport News and surrounding communities. So mm -hmm. that experience, particularly when talking to stakeholders like parents, yeah. uh, school teachers who saw or work with students on a daily basis who they know have been through Soundscapes program or are in Soundscapes program, being able to articulate this is the change, this is the impact, this is how it informs how we are able to build relationship with these kids when they participate in a program like Soundscapes. And so I think those were the themes that, you know, really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And and quite honestly, you know, again, like I said before, it took me back to this is one of the most authentic programs because they weren't able to say it's because they did this specific thing and checked this yeah. box. It was this experience, mm -hmm. this thing that is human and developmental that is following a natural progression with these yeah. kids as their minds and hearts and, and emotional abilities develop. So, sure. um, yeah, I think that's probably the, the strongest uh, piece that that's came great. out of it. Well, and it makes sense because so many of our students, they start with us when they're in you know, second grade, third grade, and they stay with us. Mm -hmm. um, not all of them, of course, but, but a lot of our students really do stay with us all the way through. We've got a, a wonderful group of graduating seniors this year that have been, many of them have been with us from the beginning. 
which, yeah, you really do get to watch yeah. that transformation and, and that growth in them, which is, which is pretty amazing. So as we're looking toward this future, I'm very excited, but obviously we're gonna have, we're gonna have some challenges. W what do you see as one of the challenges we're gonna have to work to overcome as we're working our way toward this future? All right, we're gonna have to do a little development work, right? Now. Okay, yeah, care. all right, okay. Opportunities, yep. let's, let's go in. for opportunities. Okay. Let's, let's <laughs> skip the challenge phase, jump right <laughs> into opportunity. Okay. So, you know, anytime an organization is go, going through a growth phase, um, and, and that's really a, what the hub model and that evolution is about. It yeah. is about achieving greater impact by scaling the magic, mm -hmm. right? That's yeah. what we're gonna try to do. Exactly. But when you scale the magic, you need more magicians, you need more magic time, <laughs> yeah. and you need the resources to keep the, the magic happening, right? Um, and so the opportunities that are in front of Soundscapes is really first to get ready. Like this is gonna yeah. be a shift. Yeah. The experience is gonna be different. So we need to really nurture, take care of, and develop our staff alongside the rest of the organization. Definitely. Um, you know, and it's really exciting to see some of the things that the organization is doing on that front. Um, we need to help people be connected with us. Intro, teal table talk, yeah. right? Really understand what it is that we are doing. Yeah. And, and Soundscapes is doing so much that you can't capture it all in a teal table talk, so then you just have to go to the shows and experience it. This um, is so meta. You're talking tell, about the teal table talk in a teal table talk. I, know, I love it. Okay, right? Keep going. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, but the but the other piece is, you know, we have to let more people experience us. Yeah. And so a lot of our our focus right now, right, has been how do we expand those people who are touched by the what it is to see this music, what it is to see this music performed by these young people, but then also what it is for those young people to experience soundscapes in their life, in yeah. their relationships, in their family, in yeah. their school. Um, so that's the work, really the most important work we need to do. And then there's the brass tacks work, right? Yeah. We need a place to be right. with this great hub. <laughs> we need to Working find the right place to be, yeah. right? And, yeah. and all of that comes with the importance of investing in doing the right studies. Yeah. Is it the right building? Is it the right location? Can it meet our needs? Those are investments that are really important. Sure. The programming design will look a little bit different. It'll still have all the components, right? But we are going to be in a centralized place. So we need to invest now so that we don't skip a beat when we make this evolution down the road. Um, so all of those steps are really important. And of course, all of it costs money, y right? Yes. <laughs> so the good thing about a guy coming in as a consultant is yeah. we can always come up with good ideas, but we do, you know, we do end up, you know, having to think about and talk about the money side of it. Mm -hmm. And so part of this awareness and education is also about once you experience what Soundscapes is, I really believe that there's no doubt that we're going to be able to have the investment of the community to, to make it come to fruition. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a, a wonderful description of the future and um, not only a lovely vision, but a lot of work ahead of us. <laughs> Thankfully, right. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, so, as you know, we always finish every Teal Table Talk with some rapid fire questions, but I actually have a bonus question for you. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Yeah, bonus. an unplanned bonus question. All right. So this is, um, I mentioned I was on your LinkedIn grabbing the information <laughs> oh here. And this is straight from LinkedIn. When not advancing community impact, I enjoy spending time with my family, 
understandable. Competitive triathlon training, impressive. Traveling, good, yes. Uh, and car shopping. <sighs> yes. John, no one likes car shopping. What on earth? No. I love I, car shopping. What on... <laughs> I mean, test drive a car, like... Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just You have to test okay. out, you know, first it's getting in cars that I'm never going to be able to afford to buy. <laughs> Second, it is like, which dealership actually has a good car test drive route? Okay. That isn't laden with a cop who's going to question whether or not I'm... <laughs> Testing what's on the sticker about how fast it'll get from zero to 60 or so, right? All mm -hmm. of these things are important experiences mm -hmm. you should have. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. I actually enjoy the car buying experience. I like Do the negotiation. Um, All right. As long as I don't, like, need the car. Okay. Right? Like, so, yeah. you know, as long as I don't need the car and I can just be like, peace out. Like, I couldn't afford that extra $60,000 <laughs> anyways. But I still right. got to drive it. Right. I mean, maybe I'm doing car testing and buying. We, we will go. I, you we know will what? Go. This sounds. You're making it sound fun. It is. All right. It is. But car dealers in Richmond, be warned. He's not going to buy that car. So, <laughs> you know, time for the rapid <laughs> fire four. Okay. Um, so you knew that you you've seen the first ones. You know these are coming. Yes. Number one, what's your favorite instrument? Hmm. No. Hmm. So, I am not musically talented. I tried the piano. I love to listen to piano music. I enjoy it. I find it soothing. Mm -hmm. um, so, I'll say the piano. Okay. But instruments frustrate me. They really do. I can't sit still long enough to do it. I know this is a, an okay. organization that is about music, but I'll just listen to the kids. There's, there is space for those of us that are sitting in the audience, too. There's a role for us to play. Right. Yes, right. absolutely. Encourage That's okay. supporter. Exactly. Uh, what was a memorable recent concert you attended? <sighs> you know, this this was we a hard one, this, too. Um, so, to all the people who love concerts, I just don't understand. There's so much more noise and people. So, um, they're not my favorite thing. So, I'm going to okay. give you two, though. Um, one is, I loved the soundscape uh uh, concert last year like that I got to Wonderful. see it all come together because I had seen a couple iterations before I got to see it come together that's my type of concert um, the other is as you mentioned I get to spend time in Colorado and so in the summertime Aspen Music Festival happens and you can sit under the trees and you can listen to the concert and you can have a nice whatever you'd like mm -hmm. and it's magical so those those are my concert experiences good answers yeah. All right. For a, for a non-concert goer, I can I, see right? that. Yeah, that's good. Um, what was your dream job as a kid? Oh, boy. My dream job as a kid. Actually, I always knew I wanted to be a social worker. I always wanted to be in a helping profession. That's awesome. Um, and then I realized I wasn't really good at it once I got the job <laughs> at, at an individual level, right? I love the yeah. systems work, but I realized, yeah. like, wow, this is really, really hard. So yeah. kudos and hats off to all the people that do it on a daily with people um, at, at that level. Sure. Um, I like the systems work now. But I always knew that I wanted to be in some space helping people. That's great. So Good. And if you had one magic wish for soundscapes, what would it be? You know, it's not a wish for soundscapes. Okay, breaking the rules. Go for breaking it. Breaking the rules. It's a wish for the community 
to experience soundscapes. Um, and I thought a lot about this question because I watched your other Teal Table Talks, mm -hmm. and I knew they were coming at me. And, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about organizations from a place of how can we help this organization grow. This organization is going to grow because it's magical. It's going to grow because it has an impact that the community can touch and feel and hear and watch. Um, and it's, it's building a group of young people and citizens that are now adults that, yeah. are, that are going off and being successful who are going to carry that forward. So my, my biggest wish is that more people experience soundscapes in the community and the community really uh, soaks up what it can do to be transformational for individuals and, and families and, and this whole region. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Great. We'll allow you to break the rules. That was a good one. All right. Thanks. Well, thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you for coming and spending some time today. And Absolutely. Thanks. Hope you all enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us around the Teal Table. Learn more at soundscapes.org. Soundscapes is supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts, Virginia Commission for the Arts, Newport News Arts Commission, Carnegie Hall through the Play USA program, L.A. Phil through the Partners in Music Learning Program, Pizarro Foundation, Town Bank, the Bernadine Franciscan Sisters Foundation, and the City of Newport News. Recorded at Soundscape Studios. Original theme music by Joe Hamm.